Welcome to another episode of Real You, Real Money. I am, as always, delighted to have you all here. I'm going to talk about something today that in some ways is still formulating in my head. I think one of the things that I have learned about myself over the last six years, seven years of being a coach is that I work well in process. So like as I'm figuring things out, to come and do something like this, like a podcast or a live, when I'm in that space can often reveal things to me and therefore you that I hadn't fully comprehended yet. And so that's what we're going to be doing today, because there is this subject that I have been thinking about a lot. I'm in the process as I record I'm finishing up the Real You, Real Money sales page, the like page for the course. And it's just been heavily on my mind with that stuff. And as I really think, and I'm going to tell the story of that program a little bit in here in terms of its journey over the last couple of years and how what I'm going to talk today about, which is about client results and how that has informed like the journey of that course in negative ways but coming round again into positive ways. And yeah, it's it's an interesting, it's been an interesting journey that is not yet finished. I was going to say as well, if you are not a coach or someone in a service-based business and you're li- like looking at the title of this and maybe you've clicked on just to see, in lots of ways I am going to be talking a lot about co- coaching and, and service-based businesses, but I do see themes of what I'm going to be talking about cropping up in the people I work with who are more product-based businesses. And so I will try and link that in where I can. Obviously, I don't know exactly what I'm saying yet, but I also think you will still find value in this because a lot of what I'm really talking about, massive spoilers for my, probably my conclusion, is the way in which when we decide how things have to look, it really does muddy the creative process and make the creative process less effective. Let's begin on this story. Something I've been thinking about a lot. And if you've listened, haven't listened to Josephine Brooks's episode, which was, I'm not sure exactly, but well, it's like a couple of episodes back from this one. Do after this episode, do go and listen to that one because she, my episode with her, it didn't get me started thinking on this, but it really compounded some of my th- thoughts. So it's definitely worth a listen and, and hopefully that'll become clear as I talk. But I, let's let's tell the story. Let's tell the story. I'm avoiding the story. Let's tell the story. So 2020 was an amazing year for my business. Obviously in March of 2020, it's pretty much three years ago, isn't it? As I'm recording this, it was like, I like many of us were, if you were running a business at the time, it was really scary, like really, really scary. That feeling that everything was going to be pulled from under us. Is anyone going to be, is anyone going to be investing in anything? Not just coaching in anything. Like, what is this going to look like? What world are we stepping into with all that was happening? And it actually turned out for a lot of us in the online world that it was a good a good year. There was money floating around from the government assistance in various countries. And it was a good year. And, and my business, I started 2021 off the back of that year, launching a group program. And I only sent out, I think I, I, I sent out a few emails in the November or the December, got some signups, got was tired tired after 2020 
understandably and kind of was just like oh I just need Christmas so I like scaled back on on advertising it thinking I'll pick this up in January and then in January only had a few weeks before the program kicked off it was a program with 20 places I sent out two more emails and I filled it and I was just blown away I was blown away by it and it was brilliant I loved it at the time it was my group program was called Plenty More and I had two groups of six to six I think six to seven maybe working simultaneously like not together we had separate groups for most things and occasionally there was crossover and it was amazing I absolutely loved it and I kind of got in my head two things how do I repeat that how do I repeat that success I've got to repeat it what am I going to do that was number one number two I want to make sure these people get results Now, if you listen to Josephine's episode, she talks about the fact that she, at the end of the course, was like, I'm not making as much money as when I started. And she tells her whole story. But that is not actually an unusual situation, which is why I wanted to talk to Josephine about it on the episode. Not that everybody ends and they're not making as much money or like that's probably less unusual that they're not making as much, but certainly people can get to the end of a course and be like, I'm not making as much as I'd hoped to be, or I haven't hit some goals. Like that's not that unusual. And even as I'm saying it, it's like all my business conditioning is going, Ray, don't tell them. (laughs) But like, that's not unusual because part of my brain says that's that's you know your programs right that's the, that's on you but I know it's not because the interesting thing is as the coach and this is my stuff I had therapy this morning I've gone back to therapy I've said in my emails I don't know if I've said here yet that I've got some really heavy personal life stuff going on at the moment I will tell you all about it it's not fully my story it's with my extended family it's not fully my story so it's not for me to to like if it was just about me and my family I would talk about it but it's not so I will share more when I can well that has mean has meaned <laughs> has meant is that I've gone back to therapy because I absolutely need the support and one of the things we were talking about today was about the sense of responsibility that I have for all sorts of things and certainly for my clients when I'm being coached If I don't get results, I do not blame my coach. I do not think, oh, if only she'd done more, it's her program, it's this, it's that. I have done programs, and I'm going to talk about one of them today without naming names that haven't been a good fit for me. I've also done programs, and I'm not going to talk about those today, which have been not good. But when I'm showing up and doing the stuff, when the coach is willing to listen to me and willing to treat the people in their programs like they're individuals and things aren't working for me I don't blame the coach I think what's going on with me in this situation and yet for a very long time for a very long time not so much in the last couple of years and and you'll find out why (laughs) as I tell the story I really was like, I've got to get these people results. I've got to, what can I offer them? What can I, how can I make sure people are making more money? And I think that's because of me taking responsibility for too many things, as many of us do, right? That is 
absolute conditioning. That's what kindness. So if any of you have done plenty, will know about the wheel of conditioning. Some of you might have heard me talk about it. It's a framework that I teach in plenty. And one of the slices of our wheel of conditioning, it looks like a pie chart, is kindness at all costs. And kindness at all costs, part of kindness at all costs is taking responsibility for so much more than it is possible for us to take responsibility for. As if I can create a program that somehow eradicates every single extra element that could come into someone's world while they're doing my course. Like that's ridiculous. The idea that we can be fully responsible for all of this stuff just is never going to work. And, you know, there have been moments throughout my business life where I have recognized that in stages. Absolutely. I remember very early on having a conversation with another coach and just saying to her, like, we do not get to decide what part of the process we are for people. I might have even said this in the episode with Josephine. But like, we don't get to decide which stepping stone we are for people, whether or not we're like a pebble or a boulder. Like we don't get to decide that. We don't, they don't get to decide it either. We don't know what is converging and what is occurring around somebody's interactions with us. And I've worked with people for a long time. I can think of one client who I worked with for a few years and she got quite a lot, we both got quite a lot of judgment for it because her business wasn't going, like the action wasn't being taken in the way that that we would have both liked to have seen it, but she had some stuff to deal with. And I know from my perspective, again, like I think it's so useful for me to think about how I respond in these situations. I would want, I wouldn't want a coach to quit on me in that moment now there can be moments where it's um a good time that it's like you know what I think you need to go somewhere else and can be done in in an in an empowering way and it can be you're not doing what I want you to be doing and and therefore we can't work together anymore and that's a very different scenario because that is about the coach not about the client okay so I was running this program Do you like my, the way I tell these stories, straight to the point. I was running this program, 2021. It worked really well. I wanted to repeat that success and I wanted to get people results. I wanted, and this is, I'm saying this now, I do not agree with what I'm about to say. At the time, I was like, I don't want anybody reaching the end of six months and not making the money they want to be making. Therefore, I'm going to go and invest in a program. And I invested heavily in a program that I do think is a good program, but it wasn't a good fit for me. Again, you've probably heard me talk about this investment. I really, I know I've never named the person, but I really respect the person who runs it. I learned a lot about just being a good human in the online space from this person, but I did not enjoy the I thought I was going to get more on how to create the group and actually I got a little bit on that but mostly I got about how to sell the group and the selling wasn't really me but I tried it anyway I went for it anyway and all of this remember coming out of I think a lack of trust in myself if I outsource how to do this to somebody else 
I will get the people results. Not realizing that, and this is why we have to talk about this, even though, like I said, all of me kind of goes, you know, don't, don't say it right. Not all of me, a part of me says like, don't say it right. People you like no one will buy if they know, but I'm trusting you all. And I genuinely believe that it is better to talk about the fact that lots of us get to the end of something and we don't, haven't necessarily made five figures, six figures, whatever it is. That doesn't mean that coaching experience was no good. Because like Josephine's episode, some of this stuff comes into play when other parts are put in place. And that's super important. So I think I thought if I outsourced the course design to somebody else, I would be able to trust my results more. And the super interesting thing there is what I did was I replaced my magic with somebody else's, I don't know what, like it's their magic, but when you take somebody else's magic and you try and put it into your business, it's like, you know, their magic might be star-shaped and your magic is moon-shaped. I don't know why that's the example, but here we are. You know, it doesn't, they don't fit. They don't translate. It's not that one is bad and the other is good. It's that they need to come through the person who's delivering the thing. It's no good. It's it's like if I take somebody else's voice and put it to my body, it sounds weird. It doesn't work. My voice fits my body. It don't work if you are putting it, you know, if, if I, you know, those apps like where you can swap faces, it doesn't work. You can't just fit someone else's face on your face and it and it look okay. It doesn't look okay. And it's a similar thing in business when we are being sold these things that tell us how to act, what to do. And actually it's like putting somebody else's face on our face. It kind of looks all right. You know, like those deep fakes even. You've seen those that deep fake of like Tom Cruise where they, it's so accurate, but it's still not quite right. It still doesn't quite work. As soon as you know it's a deep fake, you're like, oh yeah, that doesn't look quite right. And that is the same, it's the same in business. It's the same in money-making and marketing and selling. When you're showing up as you, there is a congruency. There is a flow to it. There is a magic to it that makes sense, that lands for people. This is always the thing. Your desires in these things are, I'm going to say never because I trust you all and I know that you are kind, generous humans. Your desires are never the issue. Your desire is to give your clients good results. Your desire is to provide for your family, to provide for yourself, to, to create things, to do good in the world. That isn't the issue. It was the mistrust of myself that was the issue. So one of the things, and it wasn't just Josephine, my chat with Josephine, and actually it was because um, obviously we talked about what we we're going to talk about in the podcast before we did the podcast. 
it wasn't just her reaching out to me in that way and saying like you know this stuff has landed now and I'm using so much of what I learned in plenty more now like where are we like a year two years later a year and a half later it was also I had a voice note from somebody the other day just talking about how they'd navigated a money issue and this person is not actually in their business particularly at the moment because they're traveling but they were talking about like they were like Ray I cannot tell you the difference it made to talk about money in this situation openly and there have been a number of other examples that made me really own the fact that I'm not in the business of giving you a good six months in your money making. I could do that, by the way. I could totally teach you how to have a good six months of making money. Absolutely, I can. You will be shattered at the end of it. You will probably be burnt out. You will not have attracted the people you want into your business, like not attracted the people that feel like a good fit for you. Now, that's not to say people don't come and work with me and things suddenly take off. That does happen. That absolutely does happen. It doesn't happen every time. And it's not everybody's journey on working with me. But what I'm in the business of is helping you make money in the lot for the long haul. So if you have a good six months working with me, I will celebrate the shit out of that. And I will always be working with you to make sure in any way we can that that's sustainable. That you are really drawing out of yourself who you are, what works for you. And I cannot make that happen. Sometimes people are resistant to it because it's a lot. But I can ask the questions, be that mirror for you that holds that you've got this, that it is going to work, that you're safe and all of those sorts of things. And I think really importantly, this is possibly the most important part, creating like landing pages, sales pages, choosing our feedback, talking about this stuff in ways that normalizes that. So that I'm not sat here going, oh, I feel like I'm really going against the grain here. And if you've asked me, I've never, ever have I promised you'll make a certain amount of money working with me. I've always I do share money style feedback like so and so made this much money. But I always try to also share ones that don't say that. As well, like a good mix of feedback that says, you know, I learned this about myself. It isn't just about money. And I've always tried to be honest that it takes time. But I think I could do that more. And I think, in my opinion, the more I'm working on this stuff, the more strongly I believe it is a selling point for those that are willing to hear it. And if you're willing to hear it, you're who I want in my programs. Now, let me be really clear. Something like Real You Real Money, which is a group program for six people. I am really happy. And actually, this is what nearly always happens. In fact, has always happened. People sign up over and over again. So it's not that you have to just do. And I and I like that. Like some people don't. Some people like take what what works for them and they go on to the next thing or they go on to do some integrating time by themselves. Some people then come back again. Some people don't. That's totally fine. 
but it is ingrained that this is a period of time where you are learning some things that are going to serve you for the rest of your business life. And may I be so bold as to say the rest of your life when it comes to money. The idea that it has to happen within six months is capitalist, patriarchal bullshit. It tells us it should happen now, otherwise it's not valuable. Otherwise we failed. Otherwise we're no good. Or otherwise the program was no good, is the other side of that coin. And as a coach in the scenario where I'm wanting those results, I have to be really careful to separate where I want results for my clients because that's what's best for them and where I want results to prove I'm a good coach, to create safety for myself. When I focus on the idea that everybody has to get results, I am not making space for my clients as individuals with individual experiences and individual needs. I am putting myself at the forefront of that course creation, even. When I launched that program that I'd outsourced, all that money, all that time to create didn't land. It didn't land well. And actually, then I launched it again. And, and again, it was, I with each of the courses, the people that bought it have been gorgeous. And I am a very big believer in you get exactly the group that is going to work. And that's happened every single time. They've all been amazing. But when you look at where I was sales wise to where it, where it went, it was very, very different in terms of numbers. And so what I've done with each launch is dug deeper and deeper into my magic, into what works for me. And I am so confident on this one. I'm so confident on this round of Real You Real Money. I had this realization a few weeks ago where I keep getting on these calls with people and I keep doing this thing. So I'll get on a call or I'll have a, I did a box a day with somebody, one-to-one calls, group plenty calls, group Real You Real Money calls. And I know one of the things that I'm really good at is drawing out who the person really is and kind of melding that into their money making looking at how that is showing up in their business like where they are not fully showing up as themselves parts of themselves they're avoiding for whatever reason I'm really good at that at doing that and I kept being on the calls and that would happen and after the call I was like how did I do that how do I do that how do I make that into a course for people and I've had to acknowledge that I do that because I just do it. And so I can trust and you can trust if you're going to sign up to Real Real You Real Money, that that will happen in our one-to-one calls, in our group calls. And I am going to be teaching six modules, but I'm leaving them pretty loose because I want us to A, co-create them together. I want them to be really of the moment for the course itself. But also I want to leave space for my magic. Now, don't get me wrong. I have a spider diagram for each of those things. Like I know what I'm certainly planning on putting into them. But I also need to leave space for the magic. I need to leave space for me to do my thing. And you'll be able to read 
very very soon if not when the podcast comes out very very soon so if you want to make sure you get all the details make sure you're on the wait list I'm not going to be selling a kind of like just trust me I'm gonna deliver a thing and because I'm me you can trust it'll be a thing I'm gonna tell you what's planned and I am not letting my ego drive this one and that is vulnerable because there is safety in in driving things with our egos because we kind of protect how things are going to look to people so that's where it's at we're going to be going through the this new framework I've come up with which is all about fuels for your business and one of the things that we're going to be focusing on is discovering your magic fuel I might do a podcast episode on that I'm not sure because it's not something I can do unless I'm working alongside people it's not something that's like hey have my freebie on how to discover your own magic fuel that's not how it works it's a much more intimate experience of like really drawing these things out for people so I guess the reminder for you all is like when we come from a place of really pursuing the results for people and and I said right at the beginning of the episode that I see this in my product-based business people too at times and often it's the like either creating because this is what people want or the panic of like especially if the person if they're a maker if they make the things if they create them themselves like what happens if they get it and it's not good enough and so they don't push themselves to create differently or they don't they just panic a lot they don't sell as much as they would have done because they're so worried somebody's going to find them out and that's what a lot of this is it's that fear that you'll be found out it's like really insidious imposter syndrome and that impacts money in so many different ways but also one of the ways that I haven't mentioned is because it can mean that we create from this place of defensiveness from a place of keeping ourselves safe we can create from a place of like trying to protect ourselves and so we keep ourselves small we avoid things we end up busying ourselves busying ourselves with things that are shouldn't be our main focus because while they might be a zone of competence they are not a zone of genius and the more you can sit in that space that zone of genius space the more money you're going to make the more energy you're going to have the more flow you're going to have, the more people are going to respond. And when we focus entirely on immediate results, and this is the important thing, and I can't believe I've not said this till now, I hope you understand that I am not saying results don't matter. Results really matter. You know, if if you're getting client after client after client who's not getting results, or if you're getting product after product after product returned to you, then we need to be look like, you know, it, it's again, not a you problem, but it might need to have an honest look at things. But immediate results, particularly in something like I'm talking about, like money making, if you're, if you're a coach or not a coach or a service provider, whatever you are, is where you're judging yourself for not having those immediate results. It is so fucking normal. It's so normal. Do we really think we can take a course for a few months, unravel years, decades, like centuries really of conditioning it's going to take time 
it's gonna take time and your time is going to be different to somebody else's and that doesn't make it better or worse but when we focus on the immediate results over everything else we shrink the impact of what we do the impact of what I do is so much greater than those six months and I'm finally getting that I feel like every coach I've ever worked with and every therapist is like, oh my God, she gets it. (laughs) But it's so much bigger than that. The, The changes that you've made in your life, the way that you're launching your business, the way you're doing your thing is so much bigger than this month, last month, the last six months. And with this launch, I am leaning much more heavily, like I said, into the ways that my work has impact much more heavily and it does feel vulnerable because what we're taught and this is what let's let's try it shall we let's see what happens but what we're taught is people just want results people just want this people want to know exactly what they're going to get and you know I can talk about that and I will what I'd like to do as a little tip for everybody is I like to take the things that we're told that don't fit in with my values and be like what would it look like if I translated that into my values like what can I guarantee to people what things do happen one of the things I always say is like I can guarantee you that after six months of talking openly about money your feelings about money will change if that was all we did in my programs they'd be worth the investment And I know some of you, because I get lots of messages about this, you get that just from the podcast. So imagine when someone's actually talking back to you. I'd love to know your thoughts on this. Like I said, these are like some early thoughts and I feel like there's a lot more work for me to do. This is the thing when you've been running your business for a while, it's that you get business conditioning as well as societal conditioning, things that have been always the way it's been done. And then, and it's like noticing and evolving and changing and tweaking things as you go, which is always the way in everything. If we're avoiding that, we're not doing anything. We are not doing a thing. So I'd love to know your thoughts on this. If you are interested in joining Real You Real Money, sign up, either have a look at the sales page or sign up to the wait list or pop me a DM and I'm super happy to chat some more with you about it. Thanks for being here.